0: and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Haskin cast podcast. I am your host Scott Haskin and I have with me a fantastic guest all the way from Australia. He's live with me right now. Of course, he won't be with you because you're gonna listen to this later. And he has a fantastic single coming out coupled with a product you would not expect inspired by something that you would not expect. So let's get into all of it. Here he is Greg Noonan. Greg, how are you? Hey Scott, thanks so much for having me here on your show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. I love the room that you're in here. The lighting, the it's just got so much going on.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty busy room. It's uh it's got all sorts all sorts of things going on. It's uh it's, it's my little uh, happy place. Yeah, I
0: think the hanging face is my favorite over your left shoulder there.
1: Yeah, that's that's a new acquisition actually. We've um we've got a big uh royalist Sydney show on at the moment and uh we were there a couple of days ago and I saw a pretty cool mask and I grabbed it nice (laughs) that's yeah yeah
0: sometimes if something strikes you you just gotta have it right that's it you gotta you gotta take it how are things with the live situation in Australia these days now you're in Sydney so there's a lot of places to play I would imagine how are things are they starting to fill up again
1: yeah look it's there's a real um there's a real vibe happening i think you know after the pen with the pandemic having everyone locked down particularly australia we had quite severe lockdowns Uh, people are really keen to get out and get their music fix and uh with yeah i'm seeing festivals and venues really filling up there's a really strong scene uh happening down in melbourne as well as sydney is really firing up um which is great i mean we we need it as much as anyone else to uh, to get out there and play, and, and we're we're thankfully able to do it at the moment, and uh, just loving it.
0: Oh, that's good to hear. Now, is it mostly uh, Australian bands that are playing, or do you are, are you starting to see bands fly in from other countries now?
1: Yeah, great question. That that there's it's predominantly Australian bands still. Um, I think airlines um, are slowly getting back into it. I mean, at the moment, we've got on the news here that. Uh that airlines are just struggling at the minute because with COVID, um, the rules are once you've if you got COVID, you've you've got to isolate, and there's still a lot of staffing issues with that. Um, particularly like obviously we're going into Easter and people going away for, for holidays, uh sc- with, with school kids um, on holidays, and it's really banking up. But yeah, um, we've got probably our, our biggest festival, uh Byron Bay Blues. Uh, blues fest um, and uh, it's all Australian acts um, a lot of the international acts um, well actually no it's a lie there are there are some uh, international acts coming in for that um, but it has been predominantly rolled over because um, blues fest was to go ahead with only Australian acts um, but it's yeah look we just can't wait for people in the Northern Hemisphere to come down and and (laughs) do their tours and, and, and likewise for ourselves to, to get out and, and get busy as well.
0: Oh, for sure. And yeah, you bring up a really good point with the airlines. I've heard also part of the issue is just insuring the shows and, you know, the travel insurance and everything. Everybody's kind of like, I'm not sure I want to be insuring this but it seems like the festivals are kind of the gateway to start opening that up a little bit because American bands are going over to Europe for some of the big festivals. Yeah. Uh, it seems like that's kind of like, let's test it here. And yeah. if we can make it work, then we'll start opening up. I mean, we're seeing a couple of international acts here, but it's not, not what we're used to by any means, you know?
1: Yeah. So, but it's a start. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's, it's, it's a lot about the mindset of the community community as well. Um, that's, um, you know, just slowly but you know getting the footing and feeding with with uh, without well you know get to get it back um, to a place where it was. it'll take some time.
0: Oh, absolutely. but it's it, I kind of feel like the door's opening a little bit so, yeah, ho- so hopefully exciting. it just stays that way. Uh, let's talk about Greg Newton and the general Jacksons. You guys have a, a new album on the way. Do you have a, an anticipated release date?
1: we do uh we're releasing it saturday 30th of april so only only a couple of weeks where we've got it coming out um we've um it's been a long time coming for us obviously with the pandemic and lockdown um and like so many other bands we couldn't get in the same studio and, and work things So we had to work around that mm-hmm. um recording um from our own places and bring it together and, and it's coming together really great. I mean, last night, um, my drummer, uh, Liam Chandler, he come over and, um, who's basically, um, produced and, and mixed, um, the, the whole album bar, um, be like water. Uh, well, he helped produce it. Um, we got another fella to, to mix that, uh, for us, uh, Ben, who's, uh, who runs Evelyn studios, uh, fantastic guy. Um, and we've, just got the the mixes in a really great place and um yeah we're we're soon to be uh get pressing the mastering uh process process to uh tie it all off and 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 have it uh have it ready to go
0: i imagine you're kind of feeling an excitement of i really want to just get this done and get it out there to the people but also that nervousness of how is it going to be received i hope people like it yeah, you know, it's a it's yeah. a weird feeling to release an album. There's so many emotions that go with it.
1: Yeah, you're right, Scott. I I think you you make a great point that you there's some um, there's sense of relief, um, but then there's I guess also an excitement for, um, well, yeah, how it's received. But I think the next chapter of of that creative energy that it releases and then allows, uh. You know the the new new songs to come in to uh, to be made um, uh, post release of an album, which is I find really exciting.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: yeah. And then there's you know going out and playing live and being able
0: to showcase the new material and you know liven up your, your set for yourself because as as much as you love the songs that you write, playing them night after night after night, like you've got to have a little more variety. So that's another exciting thing about releasing an album, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're, we're we've got. Um, We've got a whole raft of different things on the go, and, um, and and it's exciting. I mean, just to get in front of people to play live again to sharpen those those skills of performance and 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 playing, uh, it's, uh, it's it's just so good to be able to do it again.
0: Yeah, I can imagine uh, the new single that you've already released from the album called "Be Like Water." Uh, you can stream it on his website. I've got that link in the show notes for you guys. Let me tell you something, Greg, the first time I listened to it, I just immediately fell in love with it. It's got such a warm tonality to it, but yet there's so many dynamics going on. I'm hearing at least three separate guitar tracks uh, through yeah. the verses. Uh, and then mm-hmm. in the chorus, it changes again, of course. But the feeling of the song is just amazing. How how did this one come together?
1: Well, it's an interesting, interesting story. Um, through the the pandemic, um, being separated from my family, because um, I'm, I'm in Sydney. Most of my family's in Melbourne. I was talking to my sister on the phone, uh, and and she'd been going through quite a hard time. Um, and at that time, we we're, were catching up. I'd been reading about the Tao Te Ching, um, the 81 verses of the Tao Te Ching, um, which was ancient uh, Chinese texts uh, from Lao Tzu, yeah, two and a half thousand years ago, um, five hundred years before Jesus was born, and the the wisdom out of these eighty-one verses and uh, is just astounding and life-changing when you read read these verses. And and we'll just have a, a talk about how uh, the discussion of um, just observing nature and and how it can can give you an understanding of of what it is that can give you relief, uh, in particular water, um, and and how it's formless and and it's it it likes to go low to find its place, um, and and the wisdom behind that, and and we we're just talking about that, and and of course the famous um, uh, Bruce Lee uh, video, I'm sure you've seen it. How he's saying, "Be like water." Oh yeah, become become the form that it, that it's, it's it takes on. Um and and that really resonated and, and helped with my sister and and that was it was quite a moment so much so that it resonated the next day for me to write the song and and it just came about and so you know by the time you know brought it to the band and and we recorded it um we developed it to a, to a point where it was a real front runner with with the album thing wow this is this is probably this is probably one we 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 need to look at to release as a single, uh, and that we we did. Yeah, definitely
0: not anything that I would consider an album track, regardless of what else you've got. I, I mean, it just jumps right out and says people need to hear this song. Uh, the first question, obviously, is how is your sister doing now?
1: Thanks for asking. Yeah, no, she's really good. She's in a great spot and and really can't wait to go down uh, on Friday. We're going down to uh, to visit my family. Uh, down in Victoria, the state of Victoria, on the, on the Big Murray River, we're going to have a really good family catch up, and and she'll be there, and and it'll be it'll be great to see everyone. But oh, she's yeah. doing great. Thanks I'm glad to ask.
0: hear that. Yeah, and and you'll yeah. be by the water, so that's kind of perfect for for yeah, this whole thing. We, we. Uh, yeah. The thing that that strikes me about the song, I mean the 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 mix is fantastic, by the way. It, it's really well balanced. Uh, but what grips me, I think, is the chord, the particular chord changes. It's like. Not the standard chord change; it's just like a little bit beyond the standard, but it's not so far off that it throws you out of the song. You know what I mean? It just—it's it, yeah. just that right chord change, exactly what it needs to be mm-hmm. interesting but not confusing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, I—I think um, look for me. I think I, I was also listening to a lot of Audio Slave uh at the time. And um, revisiting their, their fantastic first album, and I think um, just trying to find something that's quite solid in bass, in that in a really strong groove, um, but not nothing that's going to be overstated. That was going to just be the absolute platform to have this dialogue, um, which I wanted. I wanted it to relate to not only me but. If it could relate to me, these these words, just not not to worry about stuff, that things will work out. That uh, I knew the song w- would would take shape. Uh, at you know, wrote it first on on acoustic, and that sort of always makes it feel a little bit more grounded. Um, but trying to find a few different sounds and tones in there, I think I was also um, mixing some. Um, Mark Knopfler from Die Straits some some riffs in there that that I, I felt were, were gonna work, thread through you know and uh, and all sorts of different things so yeah there's a there's <laughs> that's, a, a that's distorted
0: uh, guitar track that comes in the right ear that just sounds it's uh, it's not really muted but the notes are, are not quite staccato but a little bit more than that uh, but mm. it's just like a variation that's just enough to make me pick it out. But again, yeah. not enough to throw me off, like the song rides that line so well, but you know what now that now that you're telling me all this it I realize what it is is it's it feels like it's somebody putting their arm around me and saying it's gonna be okay, here's how we're gonna get through this, and it's very comforting
1: ah oh, that's that's so good to hear and that and that was the intention uh, and i think I think that's that's the whole intention. Of like the 81 verses of where that inspiration comes from, you know. Even when Bruce Lee is talking about be like water, it's 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 just to allow your natural senses to go. You know what? Things will work out. You know it might be really hard at the moment, but if we just just keep on, just go through this day, and and you know I can keep on the right footing and uh so that's really good to hear that, and that's that's the whole intention of the song, yeah, and you know you can't go wrong with
0: Bruce Lee wisdom. I mean, the guy was just he he understood the world in a way that I wish we could all do as a as a over you know like the whole population could see things. He didn't get yeah. caught up in politics and all the other things that keep people separated. He was just very much one with the elements, it seems,
1: yeah yeah he 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 sure was uh look I, I think with uh with that song and and revisiting um his interpretations of of that uh particular verse uh he he definitely walked the walk that he talked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he 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 didn't mince his words. He he spoke when he what he felt and uh and you know, you know that's what great people do and I I, I think there's a lot to be said of uh of that wisdom and and uh just being yourself um don't worry about anything else just do you you know yeah and he certainly did that yeah and, and you know it, it kind of reminds me that the concept or the
0: feel of it is is almost like the song don't worry be happy but that song to me was always just kind of cheesy and commercial whereas this yeah. is is just a very natural you just put it on and within the first five seconds you just start feeling better like you start feeling the stress melt away and that's just the music. Then the message comes in and and then you kind of feel the arm come around your shoulder. It's just a beautiful song. I'm so glad that you guys wrote it and that you put it out there. Because I'm always afraid that some of the best songs in the world
1: are ones that people are afraid to release. Yeah, It true. It, it, it's a funny, funny thing. There's always uh, that risk, you know, um, I think in the back of the head is, is people going to, take how are people going to take this as you said like an album um you know there's there's a, so much that goes into it you you're putting your best foot forward um and sometimes like even the songs that you, you you didn't recognize as the forefront for you might have that resonation with so so many others that uh you missed a bit there's the pleasant surprise aspect uh, that's uh, that's always exciting as well
0: yeah and you know there's there's many times too where i've heard bands talk about hits that they've had and they said you know we just thought that was an album track we didn't think yeah. and then the yeah. record company said we're releasing this and they're like no and they did it and it, yeah. it became a hit so it really is just how everybody feels everything their own yeah. way but there's so much that goes into it it's not just how they feel about the song it's what mood were they in when they listened to it yeah. the first time? How distracted yeah. were they? You know, were they relaxed or or busy? And there's so yeah. many things that go into it. And that's
1: for so, all your listeners too. Yeah. I look, that that is, I've always been fascinated by that because there, there are obviously some tracks in history, like you said, that just go, they make their own way. It's like, you know, I've always thought that the, the music comes through you. It's not like, oh, it's all me. Uh, and that's what I feel a lot of the time that it's it's sort of like you're you're an antenna to that, that inspiration and and it goes through you and tracks in in history that have just gone absolutely crazy with uh with you know popularity i think is is really quite fascinating and you know record companies and big businesses of over time have really tried to formulate that and and try and encapsulate that but there there's there's still this thing that's the magic that you can't encapsulate. That you know the the thing that you you think would not be so good actually does. Um, the surprise about that—that's the wonderful thing about music and performance and and art. I, I just love that.
0: And I I often encourage people to, if you if you hear something and you don't like it, give it another chance another day. Whether it be a week later, a few years later, a decade later, whatever it is, because Taste change, but also the situation that you're in when you hear it is going to be different. So, you know, maybe you'll find things that you kind of cast off to the side immediately. You might actually enjoy them under different circumstances. So, I always try and encourage people to give things another chance.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Come back to some stuff that uh, you might not have resonated with you, but did with others, and see if it's, you know, see if it's got weight. And and usually, more often than not, it does too. And I think too that there's a lot of great songs that have been covered in quite a quite different way um, that that hold up, and that's a, that's a telltale sign of a great song as well. Oh, very much. Um, where it can be, you know, stretched, you know, sped up, slowed down, done all sorts of things to it, and it just still stands, still has still got what what it, uh, what it has in it to uh, to appeal. I think "Tomorrow Never Knows" by the Beatles
0: would be a really good example of that. I've heard so many different styles of that song being done by people, and I'm always amazed that they find another angle, they find another way to make the song interesting. And it was already an interesting song.
1: Yeah, a great, a great example uh, there with with the Beatles, absolutely. And and I think too, you know, people forget that they wrote that many songs that they actually gave songs to artists emerging artists um that became hits um and that and that's a telltale sign of of the magic really i mean you don't know that 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 this person that this band had wrote the song for this for this artist and it went to number 1 i think another good example is um uh uh Islands in the stream oh uh, yeah dolly parton and, and, and kenny rogers and kenny yeah. rogers but a lot of people don't know that it was written by the BGs. Really? And yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. And when you, and when you listen to that and you listen to the BGs, you, you have that ahama and go, oh yeah, it is it is of that sound. And like uh with the monkeys and um uh who was the writer for the monkeys? Famous, famous guy, uh <laughs>
0: Oh uh, uh, was it was it Neil Diamond?
1: Neil Diamond, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. Neil Diamond wrote their their hits. Another great example of um, of how that can carry on. You it's, got Prince writing songs for the
0: Bangles, and you know, yes,
1: yeah, yeah, so on and so forth. There are, there are many examples where you go, oh, that's that's an awesome song. Who are that? Who are these people? And 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 sometimes, and a lot of the time, it's it's not their their uh, their writing, but they have the packaging that works. That that seems just. That's the that's the box it needs to be in for that for it to take off. Mm-hmm. So it's some very clever things that go on with art, and that uh, it's always a a journey and something to enjoy. Absolutely. Speaking of
0: things to enjoy, you've uh, you've done something really interesting with this song in the way of promotion that I've not seen anyone really do. Uh, and, and there's an irony with the Bruce Lee inspiration here, because Bruce Lee did not drink alcohol, and his characters <laughs> also did not drink alcohol. So I remember in the movie, I think it was Fists of Fury, when his character got drunk, he didn't really know how to be drunk. So it was it was a completely interesting interpretation of what being <laughs> drunk was, uh, because he had never been that way. But you have released a beer, a, a short-run beer called yes. Be Like Water... Uh, I thought that was a really neat idea. I've heard it's very tasty. Beautiful design on the can, by the way.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, this is this is the can here. As mm-hmm. um, you can see, a band name and Be Like Water. And you can see the artwork is actually of our friend, uh, Steve Pager. He's got a website, pagerism.com. Um, he's an artist here in, uh, in Sydney. And uh, that's his... His uh, girlfriend's dog that he painted in the water oh, wow. uh, that he took a photo of. He was underneath in the, in the ocean there, took a photo, of the camera, and, and ended up painting this canvas. Amazing um, picture. Um, and Bucketies is the, the brewery there, a uh, beautiful uh, brewery here in uh, the northern beaches of Sydney. And there's a QR code here that when you scan that, it takes you to stream the song. So when you're you're drinking the beer, you're tasting the flavors of of what the song's about and and the feel of it, and um, and it's uh, thankfully just a really good drop. The brewery's really happy with how it's come out, and uh, and so so are the punters, um, a lot of the people who who drink uh, there, are, you know, getting it on tap, and also you know taking a, a case of beer home, and. Yeah, it's it's really hit a, hit a spot. People are really enjoying that um, and obviously linking like we are now, the music to the beer, but also then the beer to the music and it's a qu- quite a collaboration um, that we're really happy that we've done. Yeah, it's a very interesting
0: concept and I'm glad that people are liking it. Are you hoping that this will uh, eventually take off and, and be kind of a thing of its own?
1: Um look as you mentioned it is a short run um of, of beer um and look I mean I think a lot of artists have have, have been doing uh, I mean a lot of commercial bands have been able to to secure deals with bigger uh breweries and companies and, and so forth but I think I think there's um that inspiration there that you know the typical CDs or the t-shirts as merch um can go beyond, you know, there, there are different things that can be endorsed in different ways. Um, and yeah, breaking the mold, I think, you know, just having fun. I mean, Nick, who runs the, the brewery as uh, just an avid music fan and a musician himself. And he's just done a lot for the musicians around the area. And um, it's fast becoming one of the, the most popular breweries uh, in in northern part of Sydney, at least it's, um, and uh, he's doing wonderful things, and people are getting behind it. So uh, we're we're really thankful, and I think it's a an no ode to, to uh, to the musicians uh, of Sydney and, and beyond. To you know that hey, it's all, all about having a go, and and that's what he's done with us.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm glad that's uh, that, that that's making people happy as well, and I love the QR code on that. That's a really great idea. If you guys want to clear a clearer picture of the artwork, it's on the website. And you can also stream the song Be Like Water right off of the website. I have had uh, it was an unofficial wine uh, that was basically based off of the Deep Purple Mark One, uh, you know, writing style on their albums. I think it was Book of Talisman, And it was a, it was a fairly tasty wine. But that kind of ties in because you did some work with Deep Purple, one of my one of my favorite bands.
1: Yeah, I look, there's quite an interesting story. This, um, in, well, I've, I've been over the years going to Singapore um, to play at the world famous Crazy Elephant Bar with the famous Blues Machine Band, and um, and that come about um, through a gig here in Sydney. A fellow who'd been going to this uh, particular bar in Singapore, he, he was been living there for many years. They needed a, a front. Um, a front lead person for the band, and uh, and it all came together. And, and before I knew it, I I air tickets. I was ready, packed up, ready to go to Singapore to lead the band for three months. Uh, back this was back years ago, and uh, and so I was I, I got there, and and the plan was let's just hit the road running, and, and just you know pick up songs along the way. I'm pretty good at directing, like as a playing. And I met the band and we we started playing and deep purple walked into the bar uh to jam and i'm like <laughs> what what what's going on here this is this is insane and you know just drinking with ian gillan i mean in a shout with ian gillan from deep purple buying buying beers drinking and and the band we just, we get up and jam um and uh yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun, um, and that was the first night. And I'd, I'd done uh, seven seven tours to uh, to Singapore probably over, across fifteen years, um, and uh, each time there was there was always an interesting story. Um, I mean, we had Mittler's horn section come in when she was on tour through Asia. Um, they were they were awesome, um, and some just incredible. Uh, artists uh, from all corners of the globe—so many unknowns that you just go, you know, why aren't you famous? Like, just insane. Um, sure. and, and it's a really great, really great, wonderful journey. Um, and and Singapore is just a just a wonderful city. If you've, if you've never been to Southeast Asia, it's it's just a great starting spot to fly into Singapore. Uh, get a, an understanding and bearing of of the culture of of Asia there, and then you can go easily beyond into different parts of 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 Southeast Asia and asia that's that's also different in itself wonderful part of the world. It sounds really cool.
0: a, a lot like our uh, Nashville here where you can just randomly run into some of the world's top musicians because they just happen to be in town and they just there's a jam yeah. session going on and they just go up and start
1: playing. Oh, so love to go to Nashville. <laughs> yeah, look, that's 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 about it. I've, I've got a couple of mates who uh, who are over there, and and they they talk of such things. It's that's that's so cool. Yeah, really even, cool. And, uh, the last couple, well, not uh, not after
0: the pandemic, but the the previous albums that Deep Purple had recorded with with uh, Bob Ezrin, they recorded in Nashville, and uh, you know they would just go to the clubs afterwards if they wanted to jam and. You know I, I mean, just to be a musician that's living in Nashville would probably be magical enough, you know, and thinking of all the records that are made there and and that, but just to be sitting in a yeah. bar and you know deep purple walks in and starts playing that's I can't even fathom <laughs> that you
1: know? yeah, it was it was a really surreal moment. I'm like,, going, oh man, I can't wait to, to tell my my sisters who are massive fans and uh, and my mates, and yeah it was it was pretty crazy, a lot a lot of fun. But see, that's one of the beautiful things about this business is when, you,
0: when you're when you in line with those kind of gigs, and you were probably just happy enough to have the gig, let alone
1: those kind of benefits, you know? Yeah, it really, really was. I mean, there, it was, it's, there was a um, just a way about the place. It wasn't like all hi-fi on, and big, and it was very low-key, and it just had this simple magic about it, great music. It had great beers great food very humble i mean you could just you could sign the wall with a pen or the tables there's graffiti everywhere and and um and there's another story actually john Chi, uh the the famous guitar player who runs uh the crazy elephant and uh was a guitarist in the band as well fabulous guitarist mm-hmm. and and gentleman he uh robbie williams uh from uh will basically come in to the bar and was keen to get up and play but john cheese is just he's blue soul rock and roll <laughs> he, he wasn't across all pop artists and stuff like that anyway uh robbie went up to him to um see if he could jam and and john was always accommodating he just said oh let us let us just do this set and I'll, we'll call you up a little later and stuff and um not realizing that robbie williams was a superstar <laughs> and then uh and then later on, he's like looking around for him. And, um, and either the bar manager goes, John, what happened with Robbie Williams? And he's like, Robbie, who? Like that guy that wanted to get, he didn't realize. <laughs> and Robbie just didn't wait around for it. He was like, ah, oh, that's cool. Uh, had his beer and, and went. But, um, John is such a lovely, humble guy. He wouldn't have, he would have gotten anyone up and, and treated people, treats people the same. But it was, it was a funny story that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man i i bet uh when he figured out what happened he probably felt like oh what a missed opportunity
1: yeah i, I probably probably did i think uh, he he did i know um when they told me and john was with us it was a bit of a a wry smile just going oh well i can't I can't <laughs> can't make everyone happy can i so but he's he's cool and i'm sure Robbie Williams was, was was all sweet it's just one of those moments you know
0: yeah Uh, now as, as if all this stuff wasn't enough, you have another thing that keeps you kind of busy on Thursdays. Why don't you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, well, I, I do a, um, a broadcast, um, from here in my little basement setup, uh, that goes to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, uh, and it's called, uh, good afternoon. And, uh, we, we, we have live music. I'm playing music in here. We have different artists that come in or stream in to play. Um, we have different interviews uh, with all sorts of different people and um, do play trivia as well. Um, we have people tune in from all parts of the world uh, to be involved. Uh, it's quite interactive. And uh, we have a lot of fun. Also make some silly um, commercial breaks um, just Just silly skits that we we make, me and uh, my son and a couple of my buddies. We pull some funny little commercial breaks together um, and we have a lot of fun. And it goes out to uh, to anyone who's interested and wants to come and join in the fun. It's good fun.
0: Fantastic. Well, we'll have those links in the show notes for you guys as well. So you can check those out. Now, the YouTube one, I imagine, uh, stays on YouTube. So if you want to catch up with past episodes, they should be available there
1: yeah absolutely yeah good call good call and tune into youtube and watch some past episodes and, and have a bit of a laugh and get a feel for it before maybe joining us live on a thursday oh
0: that sounds fantastic well greg i'm really excited to to hear the new album to see you guys get this out to the world definitely excited for you guys to get back out there and start playing hopefully before too much longer maybe you'll be able to do a north american tour that'd be
1: fantastic we would love that. We really would. We'll have to uh, have to drum you up on the phone and say, wait, wait, point us in the right direction to uh, some cool cool places to uh, to get in on. Absolutely, will. Well, thank you so much for for
0: taking some time out of your day to come on the show. And uh, I wish you guys the best with the single and the album. Like I said, I absolutely love the single. I can't wait for everyone in the world to hear it. I I can't imagine anybody listening to that and not feeling something. If they do, they have no soul. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, good form, Scott. Well, um, well, it's a good morning here from Sydney, Australia, and, and a good evening, I believe, to you over there and in in, uh, in America. It is, yeah. So, uh, thanks very much for having me, Scott. My pleasure, Greg. You take care and come back and
0: see us again. We'll do. We'll do. Thank, Thank you. you bye bye.